cup noodles is now in a paper cup. Now easier, now faster, now microwavable. The original cup noodles. Same noodles, same great taste. Now in a microwavable paper cup. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 18, Episode 4. This is Writing Excuses. An interview with Dan Wells. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Dong Wan. I'm Aaron. I'm Dan. And I'm Howard. And I am excited to be leading off questions for one of our writing excuses OGs, Dan Wells. And I think this is such an amazing time to be chatting with you because you talked a little bit in our very first opener of this year about how you're going through some changes and new things are happening in your career But before I talk about that, I'm kind of curious to take a look back. And you've been on the show for years and you've given so much advice. And I'm curious if there's anything that you carry with you that OG Dan Wells has said that you would absolutely agree with 100% now, even though life is different. Uh, Something that that I said in the early days of the show. Yeah. Oh, Defend yourself, Dan Wells. Yeah. You know, you know Dan, when, when you thought that the show was so diverse because you had a science fiction writer, a horror writer, yeah. and a, cartoon, a, a fantasy writer, cartoonist, and a, a 
Yeah, yeah. That, Back that, when we had three different genres represented and thought that counted as this amazingly <laughs> diverse group of three Mormon white guys. <laughs> uh, what do no I shame. think holds up? Um, yeah. Oh boy, you know a lot of it, it's a good question because when we when we pitch the show to people now, I tell them I usually tell them start in season ten. Um, don't listen to the early stuff because. It, it's not great. Um, and that's mostly the audio. Uh, we we did say some intelligent things on occasion in those early seasons. Uh, we're just much better produced now than we used to be. Um, but I one, one bit of advice that I still go back to, and I said this on a very early episode, and it's been referenced a few times, and I still believe it's true, is that kind of, for me, one of the keys of world building is to over-explain something that isn't important and then to under-explain something that is very important. And the combination of those two things helps a world, a, a fantasy world or a science fiction environment feel a lot more real and lived in because you know that there are details in the margins rather than just the two things you need in order to understand the story. That's awesome. Well, now, of course, I have to ask the upper question, which is, what piece of advice would you go fight OG Dan Wells over these days? <laughs> Tell him he's wrong and a fool. Exactly. I've, I've got the easy answer here. I remember during during our first season when I had books in print and Brandon had books in print and you didn't. And when we were plugging things, you just told people to buy you bacon. And I haven't heard you say that in at least a decade. I'm sorry. You're going to have to say that again. My internet glitched and you froze. And I didn't hear what the actual piece of advice was. <laughs> sorry. The actual piece of advice was um, Dan doesn't have anything in print. So just go buy him some bacon. Yes. Uh, for years. In fact, I think still today on our website that is woefully out of date. Uh, it has links to everybody's web store. And for me, it just has links to an Amazon wish list full of bacon related tchotchkes. I am quite sure we've changed, changed that, but now I need to go look. <laughs> <laughs> One, so when we started the show, um, we had, you know, Brandon was the one that put it all together and he was the one who organized things and who kind of managed the episodes. And they brought in Howard to be the famous one because at the time he was far more well-read than, than any of the rest of us and then brought in me to be the funny one. Um, and, you know, today Brandon's the famous one and Howard's the funny one. And I don't know what my job is, but you'll notice no one's job was to be the smart one, which is why we brought Mary Robinette onto the show a couple seasons later. So, yeah. That's and then I'm like, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, so I, no one should buy you anymore. I feel like I undercut the question. OG Dan, did he give any bad advice that oh, you want to step out and correct? I dodged that question by making <laughs> jokes about other unrelated things. I'm seeing a lot of tap dancing. Oh, boy. Um, to the fire, Mr. Wells. What I'm going to say, and this is an honest answer as well as a cheat, is that 
anything incredibly wrong I may have said on those early episodes, I don't remember because I have moved past it as an artist. And so I, I don't listen to those old episodes anymore. I hope no, none of you do either. Um, I'm sure that I've said many wrong things. I continue to say many wrong things um, because we're always still learning. So I just forget about the dumb stuff I did and put my behind in the past. I Good mostly, advice for us all. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have to say that I, I mostly remember actually from my early days in it that, that you were the smart one. Um, that uh, Brandon would come up with these giant, giant theories that was like really, really interesting. And then you would be like, but here's how we can use it. And I was like, oh, oh, we could use that theory. <laughs> oh, there's a practical side to this art, huh? <laughs> well, so I'm wondering. Oh no, go ahead, Mary Robinette. No, I what I but kind of jumping off of that, like one of the the things since you do you said that you were always growing as an artist. Like, is there something recent? that was a discovery that you're, that you're excited about? That I am excited about. Um, I, I think I've, I, have I told you the story about uh, how, how writing audio ruined me? I think I've told you this. Let me tell a very brief version of it. Um, I, I'm doing a lot of Brandon Sanderson collaborations right now. And I turned in the first draft of a book called Dark One early in the year. And he read it and he sent back notes. And, you know, the first thing he said was, this is awesome. Can I hire you as a vice president in my company? So clearly he liked it. But then all of his actual criticisms were, uh, you're not describing what people look like. You're not describing what locations looked like. And nobody does anything while they talk. They just stand there and talk to each other. And I thought to myself, that's terrible. I used to be really good at those things. What happened? And then I realized, oh, the only things I've published for the last three solid years have been audio scripts <laughs> in which there is no narrator. You don't describe what things look like. Uh, and people just stand and talk to each other. <laughs> and so... It has been an interesting process for me after three or four years of writing nothing but audio scripts to be coming back into traditional prose and novels and kind of relearning from the ground up how narration works, how description works. And it's it's been fun to see those kind of with fresh eyes and think to myself, okay, I can remember how I used to do them. But now I think I've learned some some new things about how to do them. Uh, being able to introduce characters, for example, um, I'm I would like to believe that I am better at doing that through voice than I used to be. Which is a, an interesting thing to say because voice is the entire strength of the of the John Cleaver series. Uh, but my I, I I have learned that there are tricks of of dialogue that can say a lot of things that I used to rely on narration to say. And mm -hmm. so being able to meld the two different styles, audio and prose, 
uh, back into a, a cohesive whole is really changing the way that I approach everything that I do. That is so cool. And it's such a lesson to, I think, so many writers of every now and again, you got to break it back down to fundamentals, right? You got to look at the first skills you learned and refocus on them and reintegrate them into the new things that you've learned. And so I kind of love hearing about where you are in your process of having learned all these new skills and now taking that and recontextualizing it back into your original process. Uh, Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And I think that now is a perfect time to pause for our thing of the week. And when we come back, we'll find out how Dan will conquer the world in the future. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so our thing of the week is a Dan Wells audio script. I am writing for a video game called Moonbreaker. This is produced by a company called Unknown Worlds. It's a miniatures war game, tabletop style, but done entirely on your computer. And, uh, you know, the game is great. I have a lot of fun playing through the beta, and now it's in early access, so you can get on Steam and try it out as well. But they made the interesting decision to reveal their story through audio dramas that are connected to but separate from the game. You don't play through the story like a traditional role-playing game. You just listen to the story in these kind of radio drama style things. 
And so I've been writing those. I just turned in episode five. I believe the first three episodes are available and they're available on Spotify and, you know, Apple podcasts, whatever podcast system you listen to probably has these. You don't even need to buy the game to listen to them. Um, They're half hour episodes of space opera. They have been a lot of fun to write. They've done such a great job on their end of creating characters and then just kind of gave me uh, an absolutely unbelievable amount of freedom to basically be the showrunner of my own TV show that you listen to instead of watch. Uh, And so Moonbreaker, uh, everyone go listen to it. It's awesome. To touch back now on something that Dong Wan said uh, before we went to the break about process, I'm curious, uh, Mary Robinette asked about new discoveries. Are there any new challenges other than being ruined by audio that you're sort of finding <laughs> as you move into the new things that you're doing? Well, uh, the, the new thing that I'm doing, uh, for anyone that, that didn't listen to our first episode of the year, is that I am vice president of Brandon's company. Now I'm the, the VP of narrative, which essentially means that I am the other author voice uh, in his large company that now at this point has several dozen employees and uh, does all kinds of things. Uh, and so my job is to write all the books he doesn't have time to write, which is crazy when you realize that, you know, he wrote four books accidentally a couple years ago. Uh, And this year in 23, those are all going to be coming out. He has six books releasing this year, uh, one of which called Dark One Forgotten is an audio series that I collaborated on. The others are all him. Um, And so moving into that, I haven't had a full-time job working for somebody else in 15 years. I've been just on my own doing doing, doing my own stuff. And so as ridiculous as this sounds, it has been a very hard transition for me to have coworkers again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the normal kind of aspects of, of working a real job, like deadlines and so on, I deal with those anyway. Uh, but the fact that I now am kind of beholden to another group of people and that I interact with them in the course of my job is very unfamiliar to me. I used to do it. Uh, and this is such a dumb thing to complain about because that's how everyone with a real job works all the time. Uh, but for me, I've, I've conditioned myself so completely to this kind of solitary author life where I sit in my home office and I do my own thing and I set my own schedule. And now I have to interact with other people, which is not exclusively bad. There's a lot of wonderful upsides to it. I love having a team of excited professionals and I can take them an idea and say, hey, let's do this cool story idea. What have you got? And then I get thrown art resources and production resources and all of these other things. It's really exciting to have all of these other people to play with. Uh, But it has been a big transition to to not subconsciously avoid everyone I interact with because that's what the, the self-employed author introvert wants to do. I think it's important to note here when, when Aaron sent us off on, on uh, our thing of the week break, she said, we were talking about how you're going to take over the world. 
And it's worth pointing out in this moment that you can't take over the world without learning to work with other people. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could point to a couple of examples of people who have taken over the world alone, but no, most people have an organization. uh, And yeah, working with people is great. And a lot of what I'm working on right now, I am not at liberty to discuss. There are secret things going on uh, back screen of of, uh, Dragonsteel that you will find out soon. Uh, you know, there's some very cool story projects that I'm working on, uh, for the Dragonsteel convention that happens at the end of this year in November. Uh, and you won't know what those are until you show up at the con or, you know, one day later when someone who showed up at the con puts it on Reddit. But, uh, it, it's really fun to, I mean, basically I've been given the keys to an incredibly large and exciting entertainment company. And Brandon's primary instruction to me has been, here's all these tools, here's all these characters, here's all these worlds, do something awesome with them that people will enjoy. And I love that. Is this shaping how you think about your interactions with publishers, with audio publishers, with, you know, film and TV companies like you've had a lot of interactions with different types of publishers in entertainment businesses from the creator end. Now you find yourself embedded within one, although in a specific context, is that shaping sort of how you think about those experiences or how you want to conduct those experiences in the future for yourself? Um, to some extent, yes. Um, we are still in the early transition, Right. I have only been working with Brandon for about um, two months at this point. I guess this will air, and by the time this airs, it'll be three or so. Uh, And so I'm still trying to get my feet under me in terms of scheduling, Uh, by which I mean everything I'm working on right now is a Dragonsteel or Cosmere project, and I have not yet had time to get back to my own stuff. I have two books that I'm in the process of working on, one that I'm writing uh, one that I am revising that are pure Dan Wells. And once I figure out my schedule and my calendar and I know how to fit my own projects in on top of all of the Dragonsteel projects, then yes, absolutely. I have a completely different concept in my head of how to pitch those to the world, of what to try to do with them, of how to try to do it. Uh, being able to kind of see this massive entertainment company from the inside uh, has given me, I mean, not necessarily contacts, but just best practices that I had never considered um, before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ways of approaching entertainment, uh, ways of thinking about how to sell stories to the world uh, that are, yeah, are absolutely changing the way that I approach my own work. That's really I am cool. very excited to hear the things that you can share with us about what you learn over this process. Especially, I realized as you were talking that, you know, so many of the questions we get from listeners are things about the, the work-life balance and that you now have a, a very different work-life balance than you did because you're balancing two different creative careers. Yeah, um, for the, you know, all of 20, 
20 through 20, most of 2022, so about three years, um, most of my career was not just in audio scripts, but also in streaming. I had uh, a, a Twitch show, at one point, two different Twitch shows that I did. I was a professional game master and basically cut all of that out in order to make time for Dragonsteel. And so now I'm in the position of trying to figure out, uh, you know, like I said, where to fit in my own stuff, but also how to make sure that I'm still a dad. (laughs) How how do I make sure that I'm still a husband, give time to my family? Um, And in some ways that's easier now because I don't spend every single evening of the week playing D&D with people online. Uh, and so I get to to do less of that and more family. But now the Dan's own projects are falling behind and I need to figure out where to fit them in again. And uh, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of discovery over the course of this year as I figure out what I'm doing and how to do it well. Can't wait to hear more about it. But in the meantime, I think it's time for our homework. Dan, you've got it? I do have it. Uh, So I want to go back to that uh, kind of ruined by audio concept that I had earlier and uh, make you think about that. Take uh, something that you're working on or even if if you don't have a work in progress right now, take a scene that you love from a, a book that you love and rip one of the scenes out of it and then rip out all of the narration. No narration whatsoever. So it is pure dialogue. And then take a look at that and figure out what you have to do, what kind of changes you have to make to the dialogue in order to communicate as much of that narration as possible without just info dumping everything and having characters describe themselves in the mirror and so on and so on. So uh, it, it is a tricky thing to do, but I believe in you. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. For this episode, your hosts were Mary Robinette Kowal, Dong Wan Song, Aaron Roberts, Dan Wells, and Howard Taylor. This episode was engineered by Marshall Carr Jr. and mastered by Alex Jackson. For more information, visit writingexcuses.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.